Hey guys, my name is Savannah. I'm a media mogul in the making, your resident black foodie, and a collector of all things luxurious. What's going on is Derek, your friendly neighborhood cartographer, black nature lover, and Cleveland sports fanatic. And, and this, this is the Talk Your Talk, Talk podcast. Oh, yay. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, this is the what? The Talk Your Talk podcast. Bow, bow, bow. Back for another episode. Another episode in the month of March. You know, we did February and now we're in March. Yeah, we're trying to stay consistent. And we're trying to stay consistent. Look That's at two us. Two in a row, you guys. Look at us, guys. Has it been three weeks? Yes. Do we? Did we ask you to comment? No. We no. did not. <laughs> we didn't. So if you could shut up, that'd be super. Mm. How are you doing today, Miss Savannah? You know, man, it is, it's been some weeks, dude. Like, if I'm being honest, the good sis has been tired. Like, you ever been feeling like, or have you ever felt like you were just had so much to do and just not enough time to get stuff done? That's like all the time. You yes. know? Okay. Yes. So yeah. So you totally get that. So like take that, multiply it times three, and then put all that stress on your job specifically. Okay. So you still have other stresses in your life. Yes. But, but like from your nine to five, it's that just is the largest. three times the stress. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So when your nine to five is your stressor and you realize, oh, they pay my bills, all the other stresses kind of just don't matter as much because- None of you pay my bills. Right. Like, yes. We've been trying to record a little bit, and it's, uh, unfortunately, this pod does not pay any bills. It, it is not. Not it yet. It is a hobby. It so is a... It, it takes is the backseat. It's an hobby and that we okay. really enjoy. Because bills need to be paid. Bills so we can, gotta be paid. Uh, pay the electricity for us to record. You know? Just the small things in life. And honestly, truly, I felt so bad. Because keep my, So, like, when me and Garrett first started this, we had conversations about how I was like, Garrett, we gotta record. Garrett. We got to do this. Garrett, we got to do that. And I was like, I remember we had a, we had like a come to Jesus moment where I was like, I just really feel like I'm doing this by myself. And And it's all because I didn't know how to ask for help. Yeah. So we worked on our communication. We got better. And then life happens. And then life happens. And then Garrett's like, this is, this is the funny thing about Garrett. Garrett gives you the space to like mess up. And then he comes back and he like does this dad thing that I don't think you realize you do. Oh shit! But it's like a dad thing in the best way, right? It's in the best way. So like we had plans to record last week, and I was so stressed that like when I get stressed, I kind of like burrow into myself, yeah, and just don't communicate with anybody or anyone at all because I'm like I'll just handle it, right? Like it'll be fine. So we were supposed to record. Our day to record comes and goes, and Garrett doesn't call me, so I'm thinking I'm off the hook. And then he hits me up the next day, (laughs) and he goes. Hey, Sav, so if life is too busy for us to get this going again, just let me know. But I think it really sucks that, like, we passed a whole day of a recording. (laughs) You were supposed to let me know if you were going to keep, if we were going to be able to do it, but you didn't. So it just kind of hurts my feelings. And I'm like, I'm not saying all that. I mean, okay, he didn't didn't say say that. He didn't (laughs) say it hurt my feelings, but you know, that's how I took it, like, internally. (laughs) I was just trying to to keep the communication (laughs) open by letting me know. I appreciate it because I was like, you know what, Seth, you made a commitment to not only yourself, but to your friend that you all were going to do this and it was going to be serious. And you all were going to be consistent and stay <laughs> consistent with it. Because like, I was so proud of myself in the last one. Yeah, we did a like, good we recorded, yeah, We had one. a good pod and we dropped in an appropriate time frame. It wasn't like it was sitting on my computer for three weeks while I was trying to like live life and edit. Like I did good. I feel you. And so I felt so bad. I was like, oh my God, Garrett's right. And it's just, he did it in such a graceful way of like go stand in a corner how dare you <laughs> but it was it was needed and it was appreciated because it just like it it helped to snap me out of 
your job is not your entire life. Okay. You know? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, you can't be stressed. I know work is stressful, and sometimes we work over the hours that mm-hmm. we're getting paid for. Man, <laughs> just, just man. Because we want to stay on track with stuff, and we want to please our bosses man. and everything. But, you know, we got to just remember that um, we have to live a life a little bit, too. You know? And this podcast is a good release of us just, just chatting up. Just talking and chatting and, so. like, getting some stuff off of our chest. But, yeah, man, that's been my last, like, two weeks, maybe two and a half, three, where stuff has just felt like... I am attempting to swim to the surface and the surface is frozen. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got to get like an ice chip or something because this is killing me. But um, I, ha- it's so funny because I had this like emotional breakdown with my manager. And I was like, oh. like, I don't think I've ever had a day where I was crying and still working through my tears. Like I was bawling, <laughs> listening to Christian music, bawling, letting God talk to me through my mess. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> This make- is all you hear in the background. <laughs> He's hiding and trying to get my life together. Yeah, we got to take mental health days. Dude. Like, you know what? I just got to turn it off. And it's like when it's that much stuff on you, like I can't. Yeah. But also, yes, you can. Just like, yeah, it's like, it's like just ah. take that day because you're already behind. Like sometimes you got to take a point. break. And if your boss is not going to trip. Like- yeah. And, the, and the, I think that was the part that surprised me, too, is that she actually was just like, yo, take the rest of the afternoon off. Yeah, like, take just- a breath. Go away. You're not helping this any anymore by like you being over here stressed as hell. Stressed. Like, get out of here. She's like, get out of my face. She was like, please get offline. Weeping and listening to Christian music. Like, get out of here. Literally weeping. <laughs> weeping. But yeah, man, that was, that was the, it was a much needed realization because after I saw that text and like we set in stone that we uh-huh. were going to continue moving forward. It's, I, it just it reminded me that life is not all about your job, even though you really like your job and it's enjoyable and it's part of your purpose and what you think your purpose is. And that's a cool thing to have. For right. Sure. But mm-hmm. it can't be everything and it can't be your mental 24 seven. So. Right. So we are now recording. We are back on track. Some yes. things that have come and went. We've done St. Patrick's Day. Yes, we have. How was your St. Patty's Day? It was cool. Yeah. Um, I worked. Yeah. So like, and it was like my first day of March Madness. Oh, So that's yeah. like a big thing for me. So I, uh kind of worked for the most part. I was in here, but like listening to games and from the TV and uh, I went out for like the quickest of minutes okay like a little bit literally like you a couple said, oh, hours i was like all right cute. cool and it's fun it's ready for bed right you said ah. i had to stick tomorrow and cleveland is one of those places where like you have to drink like yeah you don't start by noon like it's, already, it's, it's no over point. like no what's point. the point there's no point it's cool being off work and like getting a beer but then you're not gonna like drink like, you're not gonna do saint patty's day yeah you're not gonna take like college. five shots of jmo like, like those- Way past no. that. It's the day's over. You should be in bed by at least four o'clock. You should be already. Yeah, asleep. you should be wrecked to be going yes. to sleep by four. Yeah, that's real. So yeah. So St. Patty's Day passed. But pause before we go into say the rest of everything else. How are you? How have you been? How have, how have your last three weeks been going? Um, I've been good. Um, a little stressful. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll get into that a little bit when we go to our uh other topic about yes. like self doubt and stuff like that yes. and how, how you've been communicating with yourself. Yes. Um, but okay, cool. But so. yeah, I've been for the most part. I'm not trying to say good anymore okay this is something like uh i don't remember what i was listening to mm-hmm. but saying like you're good is not really a, an emotion huh you know what i'm saying that's so, like, that's cool trying to expand on that okay being like all right i'm i've been kind of going through it and, okay you know, it's okay to just be like you know yeah. I'm all right, like, but I've this and this has happened, so like, I'm a little stressed. Like, yeah, you know, saying like actually how you're feeling instead that's, of just that's saying good. good. 
That's good. And as, that's good as I say that as if... Just <laughs> but it's good to say that out loud, yeah. You know, but I think it's that is a very valid point in the sense that people are very good at masking their emotions mm-hmm. with a, just a sense of like, you know, I'm great. It's fine. I'm good. That's not a feeling. Try again. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, but boom. So, St. Patrick's Day passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Bib. Bib passed. Let's see what else has happened. Um, March. Yeah, it was a cold... It's the end God, of, it's it's the end the of end winter. It's the end of winter. But today we are recording on the first day of spring. That's right. right. It's officially the first day of spring. Oh, you know what else passed? What? Uh, the jump in time, which was aggressive. Oh, oh. Springing yeah, forward was that's, tough this last year. Week was hard. This, last week was hard. Right? I was dying. Like, I don't know my, why. My whole week was off. Like, Sunday bumped everything. I woke up in a panic. I knew I was an hour late for something, and I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, wowzers. <laughs> ah, that's deep. And then, as, you're right. Like, every day that week was just like, was off. what is going on? Tuesday, I thought it was Wednesday. It was Thursday. I thought it was Wednesday. Man, like I, I couldn't get off Wednesday. I couldn't get off <laughs> Wednesday for some what reason. What the? What a terrible day no. to get stuck on. It was a time warp. Oh I was my gosh! All over the place. Funniest thing though, apparently I was talking to a coworker, and apparently Congress or the House or somebody is voting on us not doing the time changes. Yeah, anymore. it will be what it is now. What is it? Spring forward? Yeah, that's so it'll be spring forward, forward all the time. Right. So we would still do fall back in November or whenever that happens. The last time. Yep. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would the last time and then the next time we spring forward we stay in spring 2023 we stay sprung forward that's cool like losing this hour sucks yeah it was awful it was awful and I love that hour you get like I like yeah, I like up, falling, yep. falling back and seeing the clock go from like two to one back to one you're like woo yeah. like for some reason that's just like a really great thing to celebrate it is, but, but I'm cool with it being like it's winter time now, but it doesn't get dark until six o'clock. Six like or seven. Like, you yeah. know, it, it feels okay then. I think that would help a lot of people who go through seasonal depression sometimes because sometimes just like seeing the sun a little bit helps. Mm-hmm. Not saying it's going to fix anything, but I think it would make winters a little less painful. For yeah. Some. It's also very funny to me that like this is the one thing that they can come together. <laughs> Like, why do we still have student loans? (laughs) I thought you said we were going to pay student loans, dog. (laughs) Joe, that's a fabulous segue. Because Joe, (laughs) JB, my guy, you had one job when we brought you into this joker. All of the millennials voted for you for one reason. It wasn't because of Kamala. The black woman voted for you. Cash that student debt out, bro. Come on. The only reason we voted for you was for the student debt. And you decided... You decided. I don't want to feel like do like that. That right it was now. the you know bottom of the barrel responsibility. I'm still waiting for my ten thousand dollars to fall off. He said at least ten. At I least ain't seen. Ten. I ain't seen I'll ten cents. Cool, please. Anything. <laughs> I ain't seen just, ten cents. Just do it. Like, don't you have an election coming up? Don't just you want to like something? Give us a little swish, Joey. Right? Joey, get us back on board, man. JB. If you're listening to this podcast, if you are in the Oval Office right now, I'll be like, I want to look at uh, young podcasts young millennials from, from black people to, from, what, to what, hear what, what the young we blacks do? are saying. Oh, talk your talk. And you hear, you hear this right now. Thank you, Joe, for getting out of Trump out the paint. Yeah. But also, take care of our student debt. Student loan debt. <laughs> That's it. That's all. That and the gas prices. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. But honestly, I might be willing to pay the gas price if I didn't have a student loan debt. So, uh... I mean, you know? or another stimulus check you want to go ahead honestly and- drop the stimmies yeah. like Canada did yeah. Canada was dropping stimmies 2200 a person monthly bro. Yeah. you can go back to those that'd be nice frankly frankly if you want to drop a few of them because y'all talking about a recession run and me a bag and all that okay run so. me a bag <laughs> all we care about is the bread bro I'm not gonna hold you that's what we care about but that's a fabulous segue Joe you've irritated a lot of us for a lot of reasons <laughs> but one in particular one in particular that is more recent 
is uh, this battle that you're in with Big Bang P. Didn't nobody ask you to involve America with something that we did not ask for? It didn't take much. It didn't take much, Big Bang P. Or who are you? Who is this, Joe? Didn't nobody ask for well, that, thankfully, Joe? Um, we're not... We're just, like, sanctioning them to yeah, death. I don't even but know what that like, means. What does that mean, Gary? That means, like, oh, uh, let me get that boat from your mans, uh, the oligarch guy. We're going to steal I'm that boat crying. from you. So um, we're just taking stuff back. We're going to take that boat off of you because you got that from your boy Putin. We're going to take ah. your penthouse in New York off you. Oh, they um, just, like, snatching that, this man. From, they're up. snatching everything. So, like, oh, yeah, all your oligarchs and stuff. We're just trying to get it back. Okay, to get okay wait, pause. Place. We got we to gotta get people context here. What the crap is an oligarch? So an oligarch essentially is somebody who owns like a business okay. over um, something in Russia, most likely a utility. Okay. So like the electric, huh. um, gas companies, uh, transportation, okay. uh, streets and roads, stuff like that. Like okay. they own pretty much, they're the head of it. Like the so big, like the, big so Like the whole, like a whole AT&T or Disney. That's okay. just one dude or okay. one family. Okay. And that's why they get all this money Brit. because it's spaced out and that's where they get all their money. Spaced. Okay. Kind of like. I mean, in America, we kind of had that, too, okay. where it's, like, a bunch of families, like the Sacklers or, okay. like, over pharmaceuticals. Oh, okay. And, I got uh, you. Whoever, AT&T and da-da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But okay. more Like the Rockefellers. I guess, yeah. Okay. Like that. But more essentially just one family. So, um, we are currently um, sanctioning them by taking their boats and stuff like that. But so we're like, also we're, just... we're sanctioning oligarchies. Yeah, oligarchs. Like oligarchs. Oligarchs. oligarchs? The, okay. The people. Okay, so yeah. we're sanctioning oligarchs that are from Russia. Yeah. Americans are doing that. Uh, all of the um, NATO. Oh, NATO is a, yeah. is a whole. Yeah. Is not rocking with Russia. So, like, if you have any of those assets within their countries, they're going to snatch that. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, and this is. Um, so, like, so, like, England and stuff like that. Like, and. That's deep. Okay, yeah. so I'm sorry. I'm wrapping my head around this. So, let's say that I'm an oligarch. Oligarch? Mm-hmm. Oligarch. Let's say I'm an oligarch. Say my name is Helga. And Helga, <laughs> okay. as Helga, I, I'm like worth $30 trillion, right? right. So mm-hmm. I've got property and boats and such. And like Miami. And like Miami yeah. and, and Japan and maybe somewhere in South Africa and what, wherever NATO is, right? I'm not great at that. Right. So, yeah. so those countries are sanctioning me because Big Bang P. Because you hold so much political influence. Like you have his right ear. You, know oh. what I mean? you have his ear of influence. So you're able to be like, yo, I. I think we should do this, Putin. Like da da da. So like, I need you to slow up. Yeah. Like you bugging. Because that's what we want you to do. We want them to be like, all right, Putin, this is not our war. Like you're tripping right now. Okay. I really liked that Miami condo. Yeah, and now I can't front. use it because you bugging yes, and you pissing exactly. off NATO. Exactly. Gosh. Okay. So they're okay. So they're screwing with the rich people. We're trying to 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 make. make Russia him or him specifically got you. Yes. Okay, pause. So like, so like Ukraine used to be owned by Russia though. Um, I guess essentially like before Cold War. Okay, wow, uh-huh. it's a very long time ago. Yeah. Okay. So then they became their own country. Um, I'm sorry for all of our history buffs who are yeah. listening right now who are super swearing their phones. And, yeah, I uh, turn um, off their podcast. I actually enjoy history, but like black history, <laughs> to be clear, women's history. This, this, this don't involve me. I'm not going to hold so, you. So yeah, Cold War stuff. Okay. Um, become independent. Okay. Um, essentially Putin is still upset about the Cold War, like wants back uh, Ukraine. Bruh. Feels like they're still a part of Russia because so many Russian speakers live in Ukraine and all that. So he still feels like <laughs> they're a part of them. That's why in 2014, um, he annexed Crimea, a.k.a. he snatched that back, which is like a city 
of Ukraine, but he's like they had a little war, not even a war, but like a skirmish, like a, a skirmish, much like, like just a bullying. A skirmish. Like, we're gonna take that from gotcha. you, right? Gotcha. Uh, so people of Ukraine have felt since 2014, like yo, this fool is gonna do this again eventually but to the whole country. Yeah, and 2022 is here, and um, Putin is doing this. Okay, so yeah. he's being a bully. Yeah, got it. Okay, so where are we at now? Like now, I, um, all I know is that there are some people on social media who have put it in layman's terms, which I truly appreciate. Uh, for anybody else who wants to do a little bit more deep diving and is curious, but wants a uh, I don't know if, I don't know if street version is the is the word I would use, or so much as just I don't know layman's terms. What we say, put it in layman's terms. Um, she is the reason that I call. Putin, Big Bang P. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's also the reason that I call Trump Big Bang T because y'all was doing the most. That's all that really matters. Um, but her name is I Am Legally Hype. No hyphens, no spaces, no periods, no gaps. I Am Legally Hype yeah, on she, TikTok. She's so funny. She is hilarious. She says, so she, her, literally it starts with, okay, so boom, which is how you know a black person is about to tell a story that's actually really interesting. And she just kind of <laughs> broke it down in like hood terms. And I'm not even like from the hood, but for some reason it's like correlated and made sense. It's kind of like our idea that we had uh, earlier in the podcast. Yeah. But, uh, uh, <laughs> our oh, what was our Christian segment gonna uh, be? Uh, Bible babble. Yeah, Bible babble. Bible babble. It just makes it funny. Yeah, she somehow made a war that's really not funny. She made it comical. I'm not gonna hold you, but also Beyonce's internet is undefeated. So. What you gonna do? Yeah, so that's what's happening in Ukraine. Um, we bring this up. I'm sure you know all this news all already because it's everywhere. But um, there are a lot of African students, mm-hmm. um, not African American. I mean, the but just black Africa, bodies. Um, Nigeria, um, Ethiopia, yep. Somalia, really all over every country yep. on the continent. Um, there are students within Ukraine. Yeah. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, I want to say the beginning of March, they were so. having troubles getting out of the yeah. country. Um, um, Ukraine has enforced um, martial law. Yep. Like, yo, if you're a man, it, you have to you fight. You have to fight. And the fight. Africans were like, here's the thing. Like, well, this isn't uh, This is not my fight. Quite literally, it's not my fight. Um, I'm not a citizen here. Mm-hmm. I am just visiting to get my uh, my degree, my visa, whatever necessary. And so the, the black folks said, or rather uh, the kin folk, as I am legally blonde said, or I am legally a hype said, the kin folk said, uh, we got to go. It's on with you. And... Um, and they've been dealing with some like discriminatory actions, like not being able to get on trains yeah. to Poland. Also, how weird it is that so many European countries are accepting with open arms, uh-huh. like their own brothers. I mean, yeah. like, oh, it's Europe. It's Europe. It's not Syria. It's not like an African war torn country. So like, we accept them, but also like we can't. We can't just excuse, like just glad gloss over uh-huh. uh, them being like African students and yeah. them being such welcoming arms of like even Japan is willing to help right now uh-huh. and it's like are you just helping like because they are just white Europeans yeah and you don't want them to fall like we get it but like there's tyranny everywhere yeah and I'm not trying to make this a whataboutism but but like, it's a whataboutism because what about the black people that you all for whatever reason refuse to welcome anywhere what about the Arabian people that look like they have some color in their skin that you all refuse to welcome into your country because you assume that there's going to be a bomb following them. Let's make it a whataboutism. Let's talk about it. So, yeah, there is a um, Twitter that I found. Um, Black Women for Black Lives. Uh, BW4BL underscore official. Um, they are a site that is trying to help the black um, students. Um, what is a student called when you go global? What do they call those? Exchange students? Exchange students. Yeah, so go. all of the students who are studying abroad um, 
all those exchange students trying to help them out to get out of the country, um, afford airfare yeah. or afford the correct well, necessary visas, visas and things information. just to get into the other Eastern European countries so they can get home. Yeah. Um, like, they, they're just trying to go home. That's yeah. the part that, like, actually astonishes me. Like, y'all are stopping them from just going home. Yeah. And some of these people, I'm sure, did live in Ukraine. But they're if they're, if they're Ukrainian, then, like, they should also not have to get at the back of the line of these transportation buses and or... Y'all are really taking segregation and yeah, the trains. bumping it back to 1960 plus. But they never had that either, so it's just like always... See, but y'all never had it, but you're not dumb yeah. enough to not know it existed. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Yeah, no, I'm not saying like they never just had like a movement of such. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's fair. It was only... They never had a movement. Yeah, right? when it's only like a, literally a sprinkle of okay. blacks of these countries. Like, that's fair. These Eastern European countries, they never... You know, They're like... like Brown yeah. people, what are you? Yeah, so needless to say, it is, for a lot of people in America, I think it is inciting some uh, unacknowledged trauma that um, people in power have yet to acknowledge. Um, and I say that not because it's not taught in schools, but literally because they are trying to erase critical race theory from schools. So, uh, yeah, that not only does not apologize for what happened in the past, I still have not gotten my 40 acres a mule or forgotten my student loans forgiven as a black person whose ancestors built them damn schools. But beyond that, you all attempting to erase critical race theory is literally trying to erase parts of history that make you all uncomfortable. Uh-huh. So um, kick rocks. That's that's number one. You can go walk in traffic. That's number two. But number three, let's not be so blind to the fact that like racism is prevalent and alive and well in other countries. And it pulls up and shows up in ways like this where exchange students who are just trying to get home because they want no parts of what's going on cannot even get on trains. Right. So um, continue to pray for the African students of Ukraine, as well as just the civilians and people of Ukraine who are stuck within shelling regions and just getting bombed every night. That is that's terrible. A life that we don't know. So and um, hope we never have and to. Hope we never have to. Truly, like they would they bomb a hospital, like a maternity ward of a hospital. Yeah, and it's been a it lot. It's been a lot of bombing crazy. of a lot of things. So uh, not to get too much world newsy on you, but you can't really ignore that yeah um there are also um many ukrainian um cleveland organizations that are helping uh please look those up right now the ones that i had found uh those sites are either down or those like gofundmes are already closed Mm -hmm. so if you are still looking to help the ukrainian people um there's a huge ukrainian um community community within cleveland Cleveland who is um still helping they're still doing uh cold Mm -hmm. drives and stuff like that so make sure you google search that for cleveland your cleveland area and uh lock that down yeah it's also interesting if you drive through the cultural gardens a lot of the different um like sites and plots mm-hmm. have the blue and yellow for the ukrainian oh they're ever, yeah yeah it's really it's been really yeah, cool to kind everywhere. of see so people show up and show out when they're able to and when they want to now the russia one the russia one i think has literally been covered because people in cleveland are a little crazy like mm-hmm. the russian one in the cultural gardens has been like sanctioned so that's that's interesting yeah, but right along the lines yeah, of um race and ridiculous things that happen mm-hmm. in happens? the world to black and brown bodies there was a recent coming to light of a case we are really doing world news today this is happening mm-hmm. <laughs> lol um so there was as of recent a case that came to light about a young lady in the uk 
in London specifically, who was at school. Oh no, I thought this was America. Oh no. No, that yeah, that was in the UK as well. Oh damn. Yeah, they're they they kind of bugging. I ain't gonna hold you. So a little girl, fifteen years old, and at fifteen she's still a little girl. Don't play with me. They, no, yeah, they look they look grown, but For they sure. not. They might even act grown. Might try to talk grown. They not grown. Those are kids. Um, fifteen years old. She was at school, and the situation that happened was there was a teacher mm-hmm. who thought that they smelled marijuana, okay. right? And like. When you're in middle school, high school, ain't no reason for you to be smelling like marijuana. Now, some of y'all do because you, you, well, you, you ain't got, you're dumb. Because if you were old, here's the thing. When you get older and you smoke, and again, this is somebody who does not smoke. <laughs> the average person I know that does smoke don't smell like bud. Like, if you going to be out here, you, like, this is how. Oh, yeah, anyway. it's high school. Yeah, continue. It's, I get continue. It. Yeah, you get my point. So, <laughs> so, point is, you got these kids. Uh-huh. And um, somebody smoking weed wasn't this little girl, but somebody was smoking weed, okay, walked past cool. teacher, yep. smelled like it, and the teacher automatically said, you know what? It's her. Come to find out, little girl was top of her class. 15-year-old kid, top of her class. Which I'm sure her teacher knew. School. Oh, I'm right? certain yeah, of it, right? Okay. Something like that. She gets accosted by teachers, school administrators, and the police in the area. Yep. They take her to a back room and they ask her or force her to strip down. Were her parents here? No. Okay. Parents weren't there. Um, no. The way that it was said in the articles, um, there was no appropriate supervision. Okay. And I said, true. is there ever appropriate supervision to ask any child to strip down naked? Right. The yeah. answer is no. The part that makes it absolutely disgusting and deplorable is that this little girl was on her cycle. And so they forced her to not only take off her bed, but oh completely God. strip down while she was naked, bend over and cough as if she had shoved Ooh. something we up her vagina. Yeah. That was marijuana. Oh, my God. So needless to say, oh her parents God. are absolutely outraged. I hope her parents own that school by the end of this. Uh, man, own it. They're yeah, suing the um, like the police station that was involved. I think it's called mm-hmm. like the Met Police Station in the UK. Okay. They're suing them. Um, her parents have said that they hope the school will take proper um, like action against the teachers. They're suing the, the police department. Said that the police department does take proper action mm-hmm. against the cops that were involved. Oh damn, Britain! You sound like America right now. Okay. Hey, Britt, you sound in real English. It's 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 <laughs> ah, it's giving ghetto. This is real stateside. You know, shit. like ah, okay, yikes. So again, needless to say, racism is prevalent and it's not going anywhere. So any of you all who think that you it, it is, um, whatever you're on, please share because the rest of us would also like to be blissfully unaware. Because what the hell? Yeah, I feel. Damn, I don't even know what to say to that. Thank yeah, you for there, sharing that. There um, isn't much to say. Honestly, I think the thing to say is, like, protect your kids. Like, the kids that are in your family and you're connected to, if mm-hmm. you have, are able to protect them and advocate for them and stand up for them, please do so. Because the world is a crazy freaking Yeah, place. absolutely. And for her not to have, like, any of her parents there or any yeah. kind of guardian, and for the teachers just to let, allow her to... Go like, through something that... Go through something like that by herself and not help her. Do. Um, or just say no. Yeah, like, like, no, like, like the answer is, like, you want her to do what? Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure the teacher knew who this girl was. She's in your class every single day, right? Okay. Like, yeah, that's so. That's really it's messed, messed up. up for a lot of reasons. Oh damn! So, yeah, please transition. I don't yeah, know how to I don't even. Yeah, yeah we're gonna oh. go though. I'm sorry for all the tough, moves, heavy, but that's what being black in America is like. <laughs> 
he ain't lying though. He ain't lying though. But no, um, though that is tough. We are going to jump to a, I guess, kind what are we of talking a, about. Um, we're talking about relationship talks. Okay, you know, we're getting, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna do some relationship talks. You need like a bass, you know, relationship. Okay, but no, um, so relationship talks. So I gave Gary two options today. Okay. One we will probably touch on the next time we chit chat and go through life together. But um, the one that he chose was self talk, mm-hmm. right? And so I think it's a very interesting topic that I am being much more mindful of these days. So mm-hmm. my first question to you, Garrett, is when did you first realize the importance of how you speak to yourself? Mm, I want to say in college, like okay. early in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was stressing. Okay. And I think I was starting to talk to myself poorly or like just be like, kind of like beat yourself up. Yeah. I I am one of person, like, I'm a, like a former like high school like athlete, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I've just always been like a sports person and sometimes you like talk to yourself like you're still on like a field and some stuff mm-hmm. to where like okay. you might be super mean to yourself to like hype yourself up. Okay. In a real world situation, like that's it's not, not good. Great. It's not great. So um, yeah, I think I've had to deal with um, just learning how to speak to yourself and like speak either loving Uh into that but I still think um, some it always slips through in your brain a little bit of like that doubt yeah and sometimes that's the part where you constantly have to work on it Mm -hmm. you might be able to get rid of the like calling yourself like names yeah and get rid of that part but i think a little bit of the self-doubt like can you do this like those Uh, little voices yourself that you talk about yourself like you hear within yourself yeah uh, remains okay that's i think that's a good point i think i noticed it like the way that i was talking to myself i think i noticed it maybe in like middle school okay because i like dealt with self-esteem stuff for a very Mm -hmm. long time right so i think Mm -hmm. i noticed that the things other people were saying starting to become the things that i was saying to myself and then I think it got serious and I started really acknowledging it when I was in college as well right Mm -hmm. and a lot of that came to light because I was realizing like hey all the things I told myself I would never be able to do or thought I would never be able to do I'm actually doing now right Mm -hmm. and so as I'm walking into adulthood and what it's supposed to be like Mm -hmm. this is me coming into myself and I'm an adult and oh my god um I was like okay cool so if I was able to do those things now if I never would then what does it look like for me to do it here in this space as an adult and then um so I started to kind of like speak life over myself to a degree right I was like oh Mm -hmm. well I am smart and I am beautiful and I am talented and like doing those things caused me to have a shift in Mm self-esteem but I think you make a very valid point some the calling your names or calling yourself names thing definitely goes away but the like foundation of where you're kind of messed up in that space never does. Mm-hmm. So like, even though I would consider myself confident now, there are still times where I question why I'm in the spaces that I'm in, or I question myself in like, do I deserve to be in this space? Uh, do yeah. I deserve to have this recognition? Which was actually a, one of the first podcasts we did was about just like, um, having a little bit of, um, imposter syndrome yeah. to where like you're in a situation that you have, dreamed about yeah of being in that and then sometimes it feels too good to be true yeah so then in that feeling in that quick second of like damn i can't believe yeah. i'm 
here, it's like a thought comes in. It's like, well, should you be well, here? Should you be here? And it's like, oh, no. It's and like, then that ah, just grows ah. and grows and grows. It's like a seed. Yeah, it's a seed yeah, that yeah. you planted on accident. Even if it was yeah. by accident, but like it's you have there. to consciously work yeah. to like pull that seed out yeah. before it like sprouts into yeah, like into a this full whole tree. massive tree of doubt. Yeah. Yeah, so like, was it, do you feel like that self-talk when you were like, oh, I can't do this, or mm-hmm. that's, does that feel like a wall? So when you broke down those walls in college, you were like, oh my God, I can do these things. I think it was, I think a wall's a very interesting kind of like image to give it, right? Uh-huh. I think a seed's a better one. Okay, because okay. Because I think that... I'll stick with my first one then. Okay. <laughs> I think the seed's a better one because it's not something that you maybe feed every day, but you feed it just enough to where it continues to grow, mm-hmm. right? That photosynthesis. Yeah, photosynthesis. <laughs> <laughs> Garrett, get out. Get out. Not your feeding it. Oh my God. Not uh, photosynthesis. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. But I think it I think that's what it was. I think it was a seed that got planted mm-hmm. by other people. And then it started to get watered by me. And then though it wasn't maybe watered every day, it was watered just enough to continue to grow right. and then when I finally saw something that was a complete contradiction to this plant that I had grown or this tree that I had grown it yeah. was almost like pouring poison on the root of the lie ah, that I was believing okay. right and so it started to break it down so like but- that positive talk is like uh, a weed eater. Like yeah, it's like a, a weed like a, eater. Like, um, uh, I don't know, like some of those chemicals. Like a raid, or not yeah. raid, raids for bugs, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, spray the, it on the, the, okay. The, 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 you're on that weed. Yeah. You know, growing out of the cracks of your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> this very poetic phase that you just <laughs> going into is sending me. Oh my gosh. But I think, I think that's, I think that's a great way to put it. And I think that works out even better because sometimes mm-hmm. the weed killer isn't strong enough to get all the roots, right? Ooh. So that goes back down to the foundation of like, if that root is still there. Yeah. It's, gonna grow it's sometimes something that you're always going to have right? to deal with, yeah. right? And so it's a consistent conversation and battle. And so being spiritual in the way that we are, and you know I'm spiritual. I tell you I'm a churchman mm-hmm. all the time. Um, there's this book by Joyce Meyer called The Battlefield of the Mind. And I've been looking at this book for weeks. Haven't picked it up yet. Still currently haven't picked it up. But <laughs> it has been staring me in my eye while mm-hmm. I'm at work stressing out. And it's talk. essentially it talks all about like how you fight mentally mm-hmm. on the spiritual battlefield right and so it's been very it's been kind of calling to my name like hey come read me there's some nuggets in here for you right but it's just it's been a very interesting reminder that just like it says in the bible there's life and death in the power of the tongue it's so important not only how we talk about ourselves or our futures and like the things that we want to see but it also talk like how do you talk to yourself like right. how do you love yourself do you do that mm-hmm. well do mm-hmm. you know how to do that well were you taught to do that well oh, so- like even when you consider like your parents may talk to you really well mm-hmm. and they might like encourage you, but if you're not able to believe it, it's not able to translate the right. same way. I get that. You know? That's something that when we become parents at some point in our lives, if we yeah. do, uh, that'll be just something that you have to learn how to plant those seeds of confidence within, yeah. your, within your kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know how to do that for myself yet. Right? Like, besides just looking, you know what I mean? Like, those mantras uh-huh. of like affirmations that you tell yourself. Yeah. Um, those are great to do. And maybe that's just all it is. is yeah. Like teaching your kid how to um, speak highly of themselves yeah. early and often. Yeah. So that those are the seeds that are being planted instead of the other ones. Um, because if you have self-confidence, even at an early age, if, you know, um, 
I guess one of the self-doubts I had, uh-huh. trying not to go into a tangent, but like one of the self-doubts I had was like going to like a predominantly white high school, mm-hmm. um, just hearing like the little jokes and stuff. Yeah. And then like you're not even realizing like those are there until yeah. you get around more black folks who aren't just your family, like yeah. who also just know who you are, but some people who like genuinely know who you are. And maybe you like have those seeds of doubt already. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh, I don't know if I like it. Will they even like me? Because like, yeah. I know I act kind of white now. Uh-huh. I've just been it's been pushed on me. That's me. what I thought. Yeah. But like how many other kids are like, nah, man, you're just fine. Yeah, like, like, you're still black. That's like, who you are. Yeah, yeah. that's who you are. It's cool. And also, like, there is no, like, whoever planted these seeds of in you to, like, have that doubt of, like, your blackness uh-huh. be the question that is, like, everything is blackness. Like, right. I'm blackness, you're black. Like, whatever we do, it doesn't matter. That is blackness because right. we're black. Because we are black. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, um... Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I just think, um... You have to plant those seeds early and often or get around the people that can help plant those other roots of encouragement uh-huh. to weed out those yeah. uh, things. I think that's really valid. I think I think I think it's funny to kind of watch how people are loving their kids differently than our parents did uh-huh. or maybe loving their kids differently than their parents loved them in the sense of like, I don't my mom told me I was beautiful all the time. Right. Okay. But she never made me say it. Right. It was never like look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. I'm beautiful. Right? Or never, like, repeat it back to me, let me hear you say it. So it never became something that I was used to saying Mm -hmm. so much as it was something that I was used to hearing. And then it became something that I just thought my parents had to say to me because they are my parents. Gotcha. Right? And then when that wasn't Mm -hmm. reinforced by guys wanting to date me or that wasn't reinforced by me being the most liked person or you know when it wasn't reinforced in the ways that like everybody else had it reinforced got you okay it wasn't something that i was telling myself anyway so i think that i think that's a really valid point i think Hmm. how you choose to raise your kids or even in a sense raise yourself after you've kind of had things that have been at the foundation is what's really important i think it's interesting there i agree um I'm trying to think of what I deal with that the most right now. Yeah. I think it's just uh, in the past and sometimes even still today, like in my current relationship, mm-hmm. just like past relationships, like affecting your mm-hmm. current one. Yeah. Either them saying something about you or something like that or something happening to mm-hmm. where now that self-doubt is something that's something that you kind of always deal with mm-hmm. and um, having to, I don't know, you have to meditate. You have to literally consciously yeah. work on yourself in that way, which is yeah. hard because you have to like look so inward. You have to do that shadow so work of being like, work. what are these things that, why Why am I feeling like this? Mm-hmm. Why do I feel anxious when they say this? When they clearly didn't mean it like that. I'm like, oh, I was triggered by something eight years ago yeah. or by a past something. Uh-huh. So, uh, so-and-so said, uh, this thing to me that planted that seed, even if we like were in an argument, yeah, and or maybe they just did like their actions mm-hmm. um, affected me in a way that had me doubting the actions that I take in these relationships. Yeah, so like you can't move forward if, if friendship, yeah, um, closeness with family members mm-hmm. or uh, even relationship, even in relationships, um, just going through those. High, I don't know. I don't even know. Like going through. Um, just those issues of like hearing that yeah. and then trying to not have that weed come out in somewhere the next, else in the next thing yeah yep. okay so, so let me let me ask this then so i'll ask you two things and i'll answer it myself as well mm-hmm. what is one thing that you carried with you 
from one relationship to the next. It doesn't have to be the current one, but just like from one relationship to the next mm -hmm. that you realize didn't make you better, but maybe made you worse in the next situation. Ooh. And then what is something that you picked up from one relationship going into the next that you think made you better or something that you acknowledge that you wouldn't allow to happen to you again? Mm. That like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just kind of like fortified yeah. the foundation of who you are. Uh, I would say trying to... Ooh, trying to please, like mm -hmm. trying to always like, oh, I can I can see your face and I want to just go try to go above and beyond when like uh -huh. you might be doing it might be because you like had a like bad day yeah. for something and like feeling like I have to be the one to mm -hmm. do that when it's like, no, you should probably take a second for yourself. Yeah, and it probably needs to do the work there. Yeah, it's like yeah. you maybe you need to be the one to self-evaluate right now yeah. and like take a second and breathe uh -huh. and get down to communicate better. But like when you're trying to be like, oh, let me do this for you. Uh -huh. Let me do that for you. And it's like, no, I'm good. Like I got this. And you just feel like, oh, they don't need this from yeah. me or something like that. Um, try not to do that in for much shit. So then like you might, overcorrect mm. you know what I'm saying okay. and be like oh I don't want to um, maybe I'll just not do this or like, yeah. then, like, you're not doing anything so yeah. you, gotta, you gotta watch how you overcorrect when you um, maybe they wanted better communication but then you overcorrect to something else like, gotcha. you, you have to watch that um, and something something that, something that you think either made you better or something that you picked up from one relationship that you weren't willing to let go of in the next in a good way right uh, so okay. like maybe this person communicated really well and I realized that I needed I needed that kind of communication for me to be comfortable in a relationship okay a very basic example but you get what I'm saying yeah okay I got you I think in my current one just um, the communication of how you're feeling mm -hmm. um, and being just like is okay to, you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to say what they want to hear all the time mm. and just saying how you feel. Okay. So you don't want to hold anything in and be like, oh, I didn't tell you this like a couple of weeks ago because I was just like, no, just if you're feeling this way, like, let's talk about it. Like say your emotions. Yeah. Um, And that's something that like I would, if it doesn't work out, I move on to an next relationship. That's something that I would uh, probably hold on to forever because it's important to make sure you're communicating how you feel even if it seems trivial or something that yeah. you're like ah oh, nah they don't need to mm -hmm. do this like they doesn't really matter doesn't matter what they feel yeah, it's, it's matter like, what you need to yeah, communicate it's like you have to you have to get it off your chest you don't want it to to brew yeah. and become something bigger mm -hmm. than when it could have been um, it was a molehill and you yeah. made it into a mountain because gotcha. you were stressing about it in your mind mm. making it bigger than it needed to be <laughs> you don't have to read me publicly okay <laughs> I understand that I'm an overthinker you can calm down. Hey, that's me too, though. I'm, I'm like the biggest overthinker. Like <laughs> my the littlest thing can always turn into a mountain, and this and sometimes it's like, all right, well, that's that self doubt. Mm. That's you being mm -hmm. like, you're not trusting the thing that you see every day. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? You're not living in the moment because you're living in like the past and the future of being like, oh, I dealt with this 18 years ago, and then they're going to act like this in the future, but it's like, you don't know how they're going to act because yeah. you're not, you know how they are. You're in the moment, but you're not there right now because you're living in the past, in the future of something that they can't, that they don't even know the conversation that you're having because you've had it with Internally. yourself a thousand trillion times. Yo, yep. that's a great way to talk about overthinkers. I think that's the most eloquent way that I've heard anybody ever express how my mind works. Mm -hmm. When I'm like in a situation or a scenario that I can't like put my hands on, mm -hmm. my mind immediately goes to the past. Yeah, to a previous time. Of how this has happened with other people and then put that scenario onto this new person yep who does never had this conversation with you nope. you do not know like nope. how it's gonna go but because these past maybe toxic ones uh -huh. are like the main 
characters yeah. of your life still of yeah. like just like they're the forefront like memories yeah that's what's gonna happen you project you how project they reacted exactly. onto the person who's in the mm-hmm. president how they're going to act and that's just a big ass week that like, that's right. a crazy that's a really great analogy look at you coming through with the poetry today mm-hmm. this is very good <laughs> this is very very good yeah you know stress will do that when you're just in Stre- like, just sit here in your own freaking head right. um so let's see for me yes something that I didn't mean to bring with you into the next relationship, but... And won't in the future. Yeah. Okay. Something that I did not mean to bring with me was how much I apologize. Ooh, okay. If that makes... And if it's a very simple statement, not if that makes sense. It completely makes sense. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> it was a very sense, plain yeah. statement. But how much I apologize. There are things... I have, for a very long time, been somebody who's always been a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. And when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I will right. apologize when I'm wrong and I will say that and I will mean it. I will not just say, like, I don't, because I don't want people who just say sorry to say sorry. I got you. So people yeah, will get course. over it. Like, right. if you're going to say sorry, mean it and know why you're apologizing. But I would yeah. apologize for things that I just knew upset the other person. Because it, it was in your truth. It was, your, it was like, how you, yeah. you really wanted to say this. Is what yeah, you meant. I, I meant it. Okay. But like, I might apologize for or Like, the action wasn't intentional to hurt you, but. I'm not sorry that the action took place. Got it. Right? Yeah. And never, like, cheating. I'm not a cheater. It was never somebody who no, I know wasn't, like, yeah, acting like- out. But, like, for example, I get very busy, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm also the world's worst texter. Like, you all, anybody who knows me knows this. Right. I am the world's worst texter. But if you call me, I'm going to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to answer the phone. Right? So I was dealing with somebody who really just had an issue with the fact that I would like not text back. Right. And it's like, I don't want to, and, and it, it's so funny because once that situation ended, I started talking to somebody else and I was just, I was in a season of busy. Hell, I'm still in a season of busy, Right. but I was just in a season of busy. And also when you come out of one situation and are maybe like open to the idea of the next one, you're not always as like giving of your time yeah. or giving of your energy and presence to okay. somebody else because you're not necessarily stuck on the past, but you're not ready to like jump into the next thing right away. Right? Like, yeah. like it sounds, fun like dating you could be fun right talking to you could be fun this text messaging crap could be fun if i had time for it but i really (laughs) right so um right the one situation ended and i remember one of the things that he really like detested was when i would start a text message chain and then i just like wouldn't continue it because i either got busy at work or i was stressed or i just maybe i just didn't see it or like wasn't thinking about it okay and like whatever like life goes on but you know if you call me i'm gonna answer or like if you text me back i'm gonna eventually get back to you it's not that i'm talking to somebody else or i'm dealing with anybody else or somebody else has my time it's just that i've got like a life yeah outside of this text message chain but that used to drive him insane and i can remember there were like genuine arguments that we got into where i was sitting there like you i remember at the very end of that situation i swear to you it was like weekly there was some bullshit Mm -hmm. and i was like bro you cannot be this pissed off every week at something that i've done like there's no way yeah there's no way that you're mad every week i'm like if you're self-sabotaging it's just freaking say that so i can get fucked like you're irritating my spirit right Right. but i found myself constantly apologizing and so i walked into this next situation off a hinge and god knows that was a freaking joke but really nice guy this particular person i was talking to was really nice um and his willingness to pursue was not met with my willingness to receive it 
Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, he was giving it all and being like, hey, I hope you're having a great day. Like, trying to, really trying to have conversation. <laughs> right. And I, I respect that man of God for that. I really do. But you weren't like, but I just back, wasn't, like, oh, morning, I wasn't, it wasn't yeah. in the same time frame. Maybe like 12 hours would go by. I might be on social and, like, this person knew I was on social. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, Instagram is a snitch. But that's besides the point. Uh. But, like, this guy was giving and I wasn't giving it back. And I remember there's maybe, maybe like, it was like a day or two. Where I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm just, I'm just I, I promise I'll get back to you. I, just, I never got back to him. And he was, this new guy was like, you know what? You seem really great. I really respect you, but I'm not interested in pursuing something any further. Um, I just feel like I'm trying really hard and you're not. And I don't want to have to feel like I'm forcing myself on somebody or feel cool. like the Fair. person's being. Yeah, you don't want to seem like. Yeah. It's just kind of awkward. Like, oh, damn. And she like really just looking at these and being like. And being like, oh, I'll get back to yeah. it. You know? Right. So I was no. like, hey, you know what? I totally understand where you're coming from. Thank mm-hmm. you for being up front. Now, I will say I was a little irritated because I texted him. He didn't respond. And I was like, look, bro. I'm like, nah, I'm aware that I am the problem yeah, here. But I was like. Petty, yeah. But I'm like, if you knew that you didn't want to pursue something, all you had to do was say, hey, Sav. Mm-hmm. You know what? This has been cool talking to you for the last few days. It seems like we might have a lot in common, but it doesn't seem like you're in a place to where you're able to receive what someone wants mm-hmm. to give. So I'm going to go ahead and fall back because I don't want to waste my time. Right. And so while I respected him eventually saying those words and not like leaving me on red forever, mm-hmm. I was like, if that's how you felt, you could have just said that versus having me pursue you to get the answer. So I was like, honestly, bro, it's good with you too. I'm cool on all you niggas. But <laughs> I will say the most recent guy that I'm getting to know or that I'm kind of like... You know, like walking into the space of talking to and everything. Uh-huh. Um, he was so gracious with me in the first few weeks and first few times that we were like texting and trying to figure out what we were doing. Yeah. And the coolest thing he said to me was, because I, again, I was being apologetic because things didn't work out with the first guy mm-hmm. because I wasn't texting back and like things were, and there were many things that concluded mm-hmm. in that situation not working the way I needed to. But then with the second guy, it was like, it was the same issue repeating itself, right? So here I am apologizing, like, I'm so sorry. I'm not texting back quickly. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want you to think it's X, Y, and Z. I promise it's not. And then he goes, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and move on as well. So I'm like, well, damn, maybe I really am the problem. Mm-hmm. With this third guy, he was just, I remember I texted him and I was like, yo, I am so sorry. It's been like eight hours. I haven't responded. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I swear I'm not uninterested. I've just got a lot going on. And he just so casually and calmly said he was like it's okay he was like this is life we're adults he's like more importantly we haven't set any standards or expectations of how we want to move forward yeah and since we haven't done that i'm not going to hold you to a standard of what i think you should be doing like we can he's yeah. like maybe we should have a conversation about like adults. uh the sigh of relief mm-hmm. but now but you gotta know about yourself now like do you feel like that should be something that you go into your relationships or just like the conversations that you're having with uh, men who are like interested or maybe they blow you up a little bit just like mm-hmm. hey good mornings all that da 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 would you rather be off front be like hey um, I'm, I'm an awful texter yeah would you like to like if you feel the need to chat about the day or uh, make plans mm-hmm. uh, please call me yeah would you rather just be like that straight yeah. up like yo no, don't I'm, I'm really that I'm, yeah. I'm like very much mm-hmm. up front in that capacity now right, right. so that's good though yeah you know, so like, like that's bro. one thing that I took out of a last relationship that I wish I hadn't was like my need to over apologize for things mm-hmm. but one of the things I'm really happy that I took out of a last relationship or excuse me I guess two things really rather one I'm learning to communicate where I am and where I stand and then understanding like how those things not only relate to relationships relationships but like relate to my work as well Mm, right like hey don't message me just call me 
Like, if you call me, I promise you I'll answer the phone and we'll get to the bottom of something faster. Right. Then if you try to text me and then we're waiting for me to respond, it's, again, it's never personal, but it is what it is. But I think one thing that I noticed from that first relationship, so like of these three people that I Got mentioned, it. like yep. first guy, second guy, third guy, I'm kind of like currently dealing with, talking to, getting to know. <laughs> the three bears. You know, the three bears. Just, just right. Um, <laughs> you know, we're going to find out, man. We're going to find out. Um, with this most, the last, last guy, the very first guy, one of the things that I didn't know that I really appreciated was gift giving and it was never you didn't know that was one of your uh, languages yeah I didn't know it was one of my languages and it's not that I want elaborate gift now I'm not gonna stop you from giving me an elaborate gift future (laughs) husband whoever you are all I'm saying is if you use this against you don't use this against me (laughs) but I didn't realize how much small things mattered to Mm -hmm. me right like flowers I found those so cute even like the gift of like your presence of like, hey, I want you to come over. Yeah. Or like, hey, can I stop by? Like mm-hmm. those little things of knowing that this person wants to be around me, I consider that a gift of like you wanting my time. I, I did you. not I didn't know how much that mattered to me. Or how much I really enjoyed giving it to others. Like when I'm mm-hmm. in a situation with somebody, I really enjoy the idea of like being able to find little things about that person and give them to them simply because I know that they'll like them. Like I heard a story the other day or, or a statistic the other day that most men never receive flowers until they die because flowers are seen as feminine i've never gotten flowers oh no that's not true hold on i'm I'm sorry to uh (laughs) they're plants you know what i mean i'll take plants and i have gotten plants for my birthday from um loved ones and uh my loved ones right but never flowers like, and oh, yeah, I guess, plants yeah, never, are great, Yeah, right? never, never flowers, though. Not plants like a bouquet of roses or anything yeah. like that. No. And don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, a plant mom. Freaking love a good plant. Yeah, me, I, love, I love my plants. It just made me crack up because I'm like, I love flowers. Oh, my God. I don't think I've ever... Re- I've received flowers from a man one time. One time. Mm. It very much so frustrates me, but that's besides the point. But, like, I, <laughs> I love you. flowers. You know what I mean? Like, buy mm-hmm. me flowers. Honestly, I am so excited for the day that I have a, my person because I really just want a single red rose. It is the most basic, boring, <laughs> BS, love story, freaking rom-com crap on earth. But I want a single red rose so bad, and I want somebody to ask me what kind of flowers I want so I can mm-hmm. tell them I do not want a lot. I just want you to think enough of me to buy me a single red rose and it'd be like and that's the thing with um that's the thing with dating in your early 20s yeah and or dating in your 30s or dating in general now i'm sure Mm -hmm. it's just like you know you kind of have to go through the ups and downs of like getting to know yourself yeah and what you actually like by like uh trial and error like okay i don't like when people do that or oh my god i love when they do that how did i know i love never knew that so yeah that's the problem with uh dating now is I guess not probably the dating forever. I don't I know. Forever. I don't know how it was before uh, online since we are online um, adults and oh children of MySpace. Truly. So it's like, um, I don't really know how it went before that. But from what I do know, it is hard to. <laughs> Congratulations, so yeah, you're not you in the streets anymore. It. Congratulations. But that's you're but not you also much. know for um, the future to communicate that, that either that needs to be a question that comes up. Or something yeah. some way or somehow like this is what I like in my life. And if you know, if you like me and you appreciate me as a person, that I'm going to one day randomly get my single rolls or my bouquet. And shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things I look forward to. So like again, I am not a cynical person, I promise. Um I will 
talk about love all day long. It's one of my favorite <laughs> topics. It really is. We'll get one of these dating episodes on here. Bring maybe we'll bring some couples in. Maybe we can bring in Todd and his girlfriends. I know they've had their story. His their story was interesting. Oh, maybe yeah, we can okay. bring in some people who are like newly dating or newly getting to know each other. Bring in you and your girlfriend, and I'll be the host because I'm very single. So <laughs> it'll be okay. your grot Tim. Um, be the seventh wheel for the thirtieth time in my life. But um, yeah, no, I think I think both of those things I pulled out of those relationships made me really happy I really enjoy gift giving I really enjoy receiving gifts and I enjoy the feeling of somebody wanting me to be around mm-hmm. like a man wanting me to be in his presence like I'm 5'3 if you don't scoop me up and make me feel <laughs> tiny oh, oh my god, god. All I right. love it. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. But nah, I think I think it was a good conversation. I okay. enjoyed that. That All was right. dope. All right. We went from like your self-talk to yes. what we're looking for too. Yes. What we've taken away from our relationships. So that yes, was that was dope. Um, but we're going to head out here soon, guys. We told you all we're trying to do our best to keep it under the hour mark. And yeah, so far, we've been doing good. And we you know, uh, we are going to get to... Clement Can't Do's is kind of kind of bare bones right now. bare bones. Uh, the summer is coming. Yeah. And spring is coming. And yeah, we man. will hit y'all up with what is dope coming soon. Yes, uh, yes. Sab, do you have something real quick that you want to... Um, so for anybody up? who is a Jasmine Sullivan fan, if you did not get your tickets for her concert that is coming to Cleveland March 23rd at the House of Blues, I'm so sorry because now they are $300 a pop and uh, it's Cleveland. So you're, you're not going. going to, so oh, absolutely not. No, but there's a really cool um, function that's going on after. It is being thrown by Brent Roach Events and Arnold Hines. They are throwing an after party that's literally called quote unquote the after party but it will be That's at it's, <laughs> I can't stand you <laughs> but it'll be at the foundation room which is right above the house of blues the night of the 23rd from 9pm to 2am um, it'll be uh, sounds will be by Nick Knack and King Lou and if you've, if, if you've ever heard either one of them DJ very very talented very very good and King Lou I think I was maybe seen deep Maybe, like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Both are very good. <laughs> another really cool thing is Skip Marley is coming to Cleveland on March 26th. Is that another Marley? I think, I think it's, is there another? Are there I multiple don't Marleys? There's a bunch Man, of Marleys. I don't know. I went to like the Bob Marley Kenfolk. Look, the Bob Marley Kenfolk concert. <laughs> I can't stand you. Clearly, I don't know this person. I think so. Skip Marley is like the youngest of the Marleys because he has know. like eight kids, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I guess I'll go to Spotify and look. Lord have mercy. Well, regardless, Maybe Skip Marley's coming to Cleveland. Um, super exciting there. But again, if you're looking for anything to do this weekend or this week, you got the after party on the 23rd of March at the, um, the Foundation Room, which again is the private area above the House of Cleveland. The House of Cleveland. Jesus, the House of Blues. Clearly, in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Yeah, it's time for bed. Yeah, clearly we're tired. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot going on, but again, like Garrett said, it is warm outside. We're coming into springtime. The sun is out a little bit longer. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. If this if it's warm enough this week, which I don't know, but if it's warm, since it is warming up, go outside, take a walk. Please. Walk your yeah. dog. Hold hands with somebody you there's, care about. There's nature everywhere. Go to one of the metro parks. If yeah, you live man. on the east side, go to Bedford. We got, we got some you parks. Got yeah. We got a few nationals. Yeah. We got a few nationals. Got a few Westsiders lakes. go to Rocky River. Uh, other stuff. There's a bunch. Just Westsiders go further west. <laughs> 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 Sorry, west east side, best side. I know they say west side, best side, but that's a lie. Y'all know it. It's okay. Um, but no, we love you guys. Thank you for watching or watching. Oh my god. Maybe we'll do a YouTube one day. Maybe we'll cool. do a YouTube. Get a little That'd camera cool. up in here so you all can see but us for now, chit-chatting <laughs> with each other. Thank you for listening, you guys, uh, to the Talk Your Talk podcast. We appreciate you as always you can find us on social media you can find me 
S underscore V underscore McCarthy on uh, all of them, honestly. I think even TikTok, I'm on there. God. You're on TikTok I'm on TikTok. Look, That's cool. No. I, I want to, but I'm not. You know me attempting. You know I'm going to attempt. Yeah. And, and you know, it, TikTok was made for Gen Z. Honestly, so was this iPhone update. The iPhone update was made for Gen Z. Oh. It was not made for us. I haven't, I don't know if I've done that. Maybe I won't. Cool. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> right? Where can they find you on social, Gary? Um, you can go to the Talk Yo Talk podcast. Um, that is our Together yes. podcast. All one word. And you can hit me up at Gareth the Great. Um, that is Garrett with a T-H instead of the Great. If you haven't found me yet. You, you know. Don't. Yeah, it's cool. Probably don't. You not probably don't. If you haven't probably found don't. him yet. It's all good. It's, no, if you haven't found him yet, go find him so you can find the page for the pod, which again is the Talk Yo oh, yeah. Talk oh, podcast. Oh, of course. Of course for the podcast. <laughs> Obviously for the podcast. Um, but yeah, guys, um, I'm at Gareth the Great. And we are at the Talk Yo Talk podcast. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sirs. We appreciate your time. As always, like, comment, subscribe, press share with a friend. If you have a topic you want us to cover, let us know via Instagram or Twitter. Honestly, if you have our direct lines, hit us up. We're open to it. But you will have a blessed day. Have a great week, everybody. Be fabulous. Love, peace, and hair grease. We'll talk to you soon. All right, later. Bye.